friends, welcome to Village Idiots for Christ, where we're nuts for Jesus and just plain nuts. We're doing something special today, man. Hebrews 11 is special. It's all about faith. And it goes on and on. This may take two or even three sessions. I am not running through this fast. We're going to go through this and break her down. <laughs> you got to know what faith is. It is the only thing that pleases God. So you got to know what faith is. You want to please God, you got to understand faith. That's what we're going to get here. We're going to deal with Romans 12 a little bit. But this is, this is muy, 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 mucho importante. Very important. So we're going to go through here. We're going to take our time. Like I said, if it takes three sessions, two, three sessions, I don't care. Uh, I ain't going to make these extra long. I want you to get this. So we, we're going to talk about what faith is. So let's start in verse 1. Let's just jump right on in. This is by faith. Everything in the kingdom is by faith. Faith is the essential thing. If it's the only thing that pleases God, it's the essential thing. The only thing, Galatians 5, verse 6, my favorite verse in the Bible, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Faith and love go hand in hand. There is no faith without love, and there's no love without faith. They work together perfectly. They balance each other out. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. Certain is sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. have a hope we have a hope in god we have a hope in christ and we're sure those of us in christ that know christ that walk with him we are sure of the hope we have in christ i like millions of other people around the world would lay my life down for the gospel would just give it up because i'm so completely positive and sold out that the bible is the word of god that it would just (laughs) nothing else matters it's god and it's God, it's faith in God. And it's certain of what we do not see. Here's the question. And I know I'm bouncing around already, but here's the question. Why is God invisible? You ever thought about it? Why is God invisible? Well, very good reason. There's two reasons. Number one, he didn't want to be just a sugar daddy. He didn't want to be, you know, he's glorious and he's perfect and he's beautiful. And he didn't want us just to fall in love with him for his glory. He didn't want us just to, you know, he's our Santa Claus in the sky. He's the guy that can give us everything we want. He's the guy we always have our hand out for. Gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy. Gimme, gimme, gimme. He didn't want that. That's, I mean, if you got kids out there, if you kids, all they do is they call you and want something. And every time, every time the phone rings, it's your son or daughter calling, you know, yep, they want something. God didn't want a relationship with that, like that at all. God wanted something real. So he didn't show himself, number one, is for his glory. And number two is out of fear. If we saw God as he really is, we would all be terrified. We'd all be terrified because he's, <laughs> I mean, you read the account of him speaking to the Hebrews, giving them the Ten Commandments, spoke to two million people. And all of it. The top of the mountain was on fire and there was thunder and lightning. I mean, it, Moses says, I am trembling. Moses, the great Moses, his friend was trembling. So God had to figure a way to, to relate. I mean, he fills the whole universe and we're tiny little creatures on a tiny little planet in comparison to the whole universe. So how did he get faith? So what is faith? It's the evidence of who he is in our hearts. 
And everybody gets a measure of faith. Hebrews 12, I mean, Romans 12, 3. I looked it up before I started this. There's a measure of faith given. To, all men are given a measure of faith, like all men are given a conscience. You know, all men um, have an awareness of God. He, um, even Romans 1 says that he, even in nature, it's a testimony of himself, so men are without excuse. God wanted all men to be able to see who he is, his invisible qualities through nature. He wanted us to see his heart. We wanted, even though he's invisible, even though he doesn't show himself to us in the physical realm, he still wanted us to know him. So he put this thing called faith. It's a supernatural thing he puts inside of us, a knowing. You know, it's like your conscience is a knowing right from wrong. Okay, here, here's a good way of looking at it. Your conscience, if you haven't burned your conscience out, if you haven't seared it as with a hot iron, the Bible says, if you have a conscience, you have an intuitive knowing of what's right and wrong. It's the, it's the faith is the same thing. We have an intuitive knowledge of God. And he placed a measure of that. He, um, Romans 12, 3 says he gives everybody a measure of faith. All people born have a measure of faith. All people born could find God if they wanted to. But you got to want to. You got to desire him. You got to seek him. <laughs> but again, they just, people deny their hearts. They deny their conscience. They do evil. And they deny, they deny faith. So they won't find God. So it's the primary thing. Faith and love are the two primary things. He is love and faith comes from him to us so we can find an invisible God. Man, isn't he an awesome God? He wanted to know us in a right way so he didn't show himself, but he put a way inside of us to know him who is invisible, who fills the universe, who is our father, who is the father of Jesus. Man, faith is everything. And this whole chapter confirms that faith is everything. So I, I hope I'm making it clear, but you were given by God a measure of faith enough to find him. Every human being receives that. Again, Romans 12, 3 says, we've received, each received the measure of faith. All people have a measure of faith. So let's, con and this is, and then it says, this is what the ancients were command. Man, the ancients, man, the, the, the days of Abraham and Moses and all of that. Um, all of that. Um, I mean, those cats didn't have the internet. Those cats didn't have my, and those cats, those guys had faith, man. It's amazing how they found God, how God was able to reach out to Abraham the way he did. It's just incredible. I mean, they, I guess with their less complicated world, they just relied on, uh, they just relied on God more. I, I don't understand exactly, but again, you read the account in the Old Testament, what was happening in the Old Testament puts up most of us to shame in this hour. It's just, I mean, I'm not picking on us, but it's amazing. And you see why the ancients were commended for their faith. They had great faith in the living, unseen God. Let's continue on. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was made out of what, what was that? So that what is seen was not made out of what is visible. So it's the faith inside of us that confirms the fact that God formed the universe. At his command, it was all made. And that everything that's visible was made out of the invisible. Is he, aren't you glad God wrote this book? He explains the whole, he explains everything to us here. <laughs> aren't you glad we got this thing? We're getting a whole lesson on faith, a whole chapter on it. I love this. Verse 4. By faith, Abel offered, by faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offering. And by faith, he still speaks, even though, by faith, he still speaks, even though he's dead. 
that's how powerful this faith thing is a lot bigger than we understand right now we can't get a hold of it we don't fully understand how it all works but we know that it is it's declared by faith Abel to offer a better sacrifice than Cain did and by faith he was committed as a righteous man and God spoke well of his offering and by faith he still speaks his faith is still living and active even though he's dead his faith is still speaking to this day even though he's dead <laughs> is your mind blown yet this faith thing is so important man isn't it cool so so uh, the first four people on the earth had faith because abel abel was um i think cain was the older brother so abel would have been the fourth person on the earth so the fourth guy on the earth had faith so this thing was from the beginning from the beginning Let's continue on. This is just an account of all these amazing people who walked in faith. I mean, this is just like an autobiography of all the great men of faith in the Old Testament. It's just So we're going to go through these guys because this will encourage you. Because, again, these guys didn't have a Holy Spirit like we got. We should have the kind of faith these guys had. And we can have that kind of faith. Let's continue on here. Um, verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Again, remember, it's only by faith he pleased God somewhere in the Bible. You look it up. Uh, um, yeah, and without faith it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him let's break this into two parts by faith Enoch was taken from this life he did not so Enoch, Enoch and Elijah the two cats that didn't experience death by personal opinion those are going to be the two witnesses coming back because they're going to die three and a half years it's perfect symmetry so that's my personal opinion it's Enoch and Elijah coming back I ain't saying that for sure some people believe Elijah and Moses or Enoch and Moses I'm not, I'm not, I'm not contentious about it, but he, by faith, he was taken. So the faith inside of him, he had so much faith in God that God took him up to heaven without dying. Faith accomplished that in his heart. Um, he could not be found because God had taken him away for before he was taken, he was commanded as a person who pleased God. And again, the next verse, how did he please God? And without faith, it's impossible to please God. His faith pleased God. It's a, you can choose. I mean, the Bible says, how do we get faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. The more you're in the word of God. And this guy wrote, you know, he wrote the book of Enoch. Uh, uh, Jude quotes, uh, quotes Enoch. So this guy had faith, man. Now, he wasn't writing the word of God, although Enoch could have been, the book of Enoch could have possibly been put in the Bible. But God, I guess it was just too much for people to understand. It's an intense book. And so you can read it. It's online. You can read it or listen to it. It's amazing. Um, without faith, it's impossible to God because, and okay, here's the key. Without faith, you can't please God without faith. Okay? Can't please God without faith. Because anyone who comes to him, anyone who comes to God, must believe that he exists, that God exists, the invisible God exists, and rewards those who earnestly seek him. Man, he's a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. Seek him. Look for him in the word, in prayer. I mean, keep looking for him. Keep fellowshipping with him. Keep praying and talking to him every day. He wants to do a one-on-one, face-to-face relationship with you. And he wants to reward you for your earnestness in this. That's why Malachi 3.16 and 17 is so powerful. You know, that God heard and wrote when people talked about him. God heard and wrote. It's so it's so important to God when we speak about him that he writes down everything we're saying about him. Malachi 3.16 and 17. Two of my favorite verses. I love that. 
And those who feared the Lord talked with each other. And God heard. And a scroll of remembrance was written as present for those who feared him and honored his name. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Isn't all this amazing? It's all real. Man, if people just get in this word here, they'd see how real this is. Because by faith I'm receiving all this right now. And I hope you are too. Let's continue on. Um, verse 7. Here, my friend, my buddy Noah. By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By faith he was, he can, by faith, get this. By faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. God. Faith, righteousness comes through faith. It's like faith is the, the active ingredient that makes everything work in the kingdom. By faith. I, I don't understand how, again, we don't understand how this all works, but it does. Let's read it again. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. 75 feet wide, 45 feet high, 450 feet long. It's huge. And they have a replica of in Kentucky. Him and three boys built that thing, that gigantic boat, by hand. No, no power tools, no computers, no slide rules that we know of. By, and he did it because of faith. By faith, Noah believed when God warned him. He said, man, ours, ours, he said, a, a flood's coming. He said, I'm going to wipe off everything. And because of a holy fear of what God told him, him and his boys built this ark by faith. They trusted what they heard from God and they built the ark. Again, to save and to us to save his family and the animals. Again, by faith he was he by his faith was so powerful it condemned the world. It condemned the world. That's when the flood came. And be, and he became and he be, and he became the heir of the righteousness that comes. He was the heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. That's a big verse. <laughs> You know, I didn't read the footnotes today, but, I, you know, I mean, I should have, but are you getting, and this just, it keeps getting better and better and better. And they're going kind of in chronological order. You had Enoch, you, had Enoch, you, had, you have Noah, now we have Abraham, who was after Noah. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would receive later as an inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Has God ever told you to go someplace you don't know where you're going? <laughs> Abraham, by faith, believed that God was going to give him an inheritance of land called the promised land. And he went there without even seeing it, without even knowing. He didn't even know where he's going. God was just, he's walking and God says, a little to the left, man. Hey, a turn, make a right turn here. Keep going that way. A few miles. I'll tell you when to turn. By faith, he followed God's instruction. He didn't know where he was going. It says right there. He said, even though he did not know where he's going. So he was walking by faith with God to get to the promised land that would become him, that would become Israel eventually. Wow. Um, let's see here. Um, by faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he would Watch this. This this is us. This is us right now. He's going to speak about us. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Are you looking forward to the city whose foundations, uh, uh, city with foundations whose architect and builder? I am the New Jerusalem. I got the map. 1,500 miles square. Wide high, wide uh, length, width, and height. I got it drawn on the map of the United States. I put it on Facebook periodically. I just did the other day. 
how about you? Are you looking forward to the city of God? I am, by faith. <laughs> Man, is this, you see how important faith is? That's why all of us need to be in the word more. All of us need to be in the word more. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You want as much faith in this hour that we're living. I just did a poem about laying our lives down for Christ. Jesus wept nine. And it's about, you know, if we don't lay down everything, if we're not willing to give up everything, we can't be his, can't be his uh, disciples, Christ's disciples. If we're not willing to give up everything. How do we give up everything? Here's a good question. How do we give up everything in our lives? By faith. By faith, I'm willing to lay my life down for my friends. I'm willing to lay my life down for my wife. I was crucified with Christ, no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I believe that by faith. I'm going to do another couple of verses more stop more 16 minutes in. I'm going to divide this into probably three sections. That's going to be real good. I don't want to blow this one. By faith, and we'll finish it up here in verse 11. We're going to get to verse 12. Verse 11 and 12. We're almost done. 16 minutes in. Perfect. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who made the promise. And so from this one man, as good as dead, he was beyond, you know, he didn't have the capability of making children anymore. He was old. This man, as good as dead, came to send as numerous as the stars in the sky and countless as the sand on the seashore. We're stopping there because it, it changes a little bit. Verse 13. By faith, Abraham, though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, she was barren, he was past age, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. God, Abraham considered God faithful. He trusted God because God made the promise to Abraham you'd have a son. And they veered off and did the Hagar thing, and I don't need to explain all that. They, they struggled. They were human beings. They, they, you know, Abraham gave, I mean, uh, Sarah gave him, gave uh, Abraham her servant to have a child with because they, 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 they lost their way a little bit. They stumbled in their faith. They, they weren't perfect. They were just men, men and women like us. So, again, but he ended up, he still ended up with Isaac, which was by faith. Uh, again, um, uh, considered him made the promise. And so from this one man, he as good as dead, came to send as numerous as stars and skies, countless as sands on the seashore. All these things by faith. Isn't God good? Isn't he awesome? Isn't he amazing? Doesn't this stuff blow your mind? Thank God for his word. We're so blessed to have this word still. They haven't taken it from us. And they're going to someday. They're, they're gonna, the Lord of God will be outlawed someday. They, do, they always do that because they don't want God's truth out there when they want to control with a tight fist. So just revel in his word. Find a way to get into his word every day. Somehow listening to it, going down the road like I do in my truck, reading it, studying it, absorbing it, meditating on it. Find a way somehow. Somehow, there's hold the Gospel of John and Matthew and I think Luke are all are all in a video form. It's word for word. Do something. Get the word inside of you so you can increase your faith. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word. It says that in Romans ten. Get faith. It's like it's like it's like humility. It's like love. In this hour, we need humility. We need love. We need faith. We need grace. We need mercy. Man, there's some primary things. This is a primary thing, like primary colors. This is a primary color in our life, faith. 
don't put this off. This is so important, the hour we're living in, with all the darkness around us and more darkness coming all the time. Love you, love you, can't get enough of you. Went through verse 12. We'll start again next week and probably the week after, but I don't want to blow this. I really want to make this clear. So I hope I was. Love you, love you. Praying for you always. Have a blessed day. Really appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed this.